Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where again, Daniel is still missing in the time stream, uh, along with McKay. I don't know if we're ever going to see him back there. <laughs> wait, wait. I see. There's a tear in the time stream right here. Oh, oh, hey! Oh! I'm back. Wow. <laughs> Welcome. I didn't expect that. Oh, is that, what's that time goo dripping off your head? Maybe. Oh. So where's McKay? Did you take, did you bring him with you? I think McKay exploded. That might be McKay dripping from my head. Oh, you've got McKay. Go- oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. We're not going to. Oh, we're not going to talk about that. Apparently oh, goodness. You, you brought some with you. I did. <laughs> oh, what? Who's this wow. handsome young man See, over I didn't here? I know I drove someone along the timeline. <laughs> Woo! I have no McKay goo on me. Oh, hey. I congratulations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's out clean. Something to be proud of. Well, I, I may have had to blow McKay up to get out of the time stream. You know, you cause a massive oh, explosion. Oh, is, is that where enough. the rip appeared? Yeah. Was right Maybe. where he. Ooh. I don't know. He was a sacrifice to get He, he was sacrificed so I could get back. That's right. So now, we have a special guest with us, Adam. Would you like to. Adam? Yeah. Uh, hi. I'm, I'm Adam Scott. Uh, I am uh, a fellow geek. Adam, do you have a last name? Yeah, Adam Scott. Oh, Adam Scott. I thought you were addressing <laughs> Scott. Okay. I thought there was a comma. I was really hoping, was really hoping that Scott. would come out. Yes. You know what's going to happen now. Baron is going to go, hey, Scott. And both of us are going to go, yes. Yeah. I'll try and just, uh, I won't let that happen. We'll okay, see as okay. Much as possible. I will try not to get oh, yeah. angry at you and use your full name because yeah. that could cause issues. Because then and Scott will think that people. you're mad at both of us. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So just Adam, exactly. just Scott. For I will. Now. I will control my anger. Cool. Right. Tonight. Right on. So just Adam, just Scott. Yeah. Just, there's Adam. So and just then Scott, Scott. How are you doing? I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Just Scott. Wait. Yeah. That was like just Jack from like one of the old yep. 90s shows, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Oh well, oh. I'm going with it. I'm All right, just Scott. You're gonna have to. Just Scott. Is that like Justin? <laughs> so, what do we want to talk about since I, I yeah, literally I think the big news. Well, Just board, Adam right? does some pretty cool artwork, I think, that, that we should be made aware of. Oh, stop it. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Artwork. Yeah, so uh, I do uh, geek prints, uh, geek-inspired prints, primarily video game related. Uh, my company is Atamu Media on Etsy. You can find me, uh, etsy.com slash Atamu Media. And it's uh, stuff that it's, I take inspirations from different uh, video games and movies and stuff. I've done things from uh, Sherlock to uh, Uncharted, Mario, uh, and I do also inspirations based on the different consoles as well. I love and his Zelda so, stuff, just putting yeah. it out there. Yeah, He's so. got some really cool Link artwork that just... The Triforce, it just, I just, ah, oh, I need, I need to purchase it. I didn't see it at the last show, and so mm-hmm. like, 
just need to get out there and do it. I'll hook you Salt up. Salt Lake Comic Con is coming. You, you're going to be there? You know what? So Salt Lake Comic Con, just being as big as it is, it is become so hard to get into yeah. yeah i mean the people who have been going ever since the beginning they kind of get like a pre-registration that they luck out in and then the rest of us are in this laundry list line so i'm in the application process we'll see if it happens this year if not next year i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i'll get in but you know i did solid gaming con and that was actually a really good con this year i was surprised yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun um, and so I'll definitely be back to that one. And then also FanX, we have lined up as well. And nice. I'm, I'm on the docket for that one. Right. So even if, yes. you don't, if they don't find you at Salt Lake Comic Con, you're going to be a FanX. So. Yeah, yeah, I should awesome. be on there. Yeah. And Gaming Con. Right. Yep. Well, you hear that Salt Lake Comic Con, uh, the opportunity of just Adam Scott is knocking. Yeah, yeah it's true. No, awesome hold on. Video, video game. game. Just Adam Scott? Yeah, well, yes, I didn't, wanna, I didn't want to confuse him with just Scott. That's true. Yes. There you go. Just Adam Scott and just Scott. Yeah, that's yes. not going to be confusing at all. <laughs> no. See, I'm glad that we cleared this up so quickly. I know. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So, what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> well, personally... Other than your names. I am excited about uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Okay, which um, just happened. Yes, exactly, which just happened, which uh, we're not going to mention San Diego Comic-Con and Salt Lake Comic-Con at the same time, since apparently a judge has ordered us not to. Um, no, it hasn't ordered us to. Oh, it's just ordered them yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just them. Okay. They, they got the gag order. Anybody else can complain all they want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. But we can move on. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, now. Uh, because it's just not that important. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. So, but the big reveal we've had uh, from San Diego Comic Con DC versus the Marvel reveals. And we were talking a okay. little bit about this uh, just before the show. Um,. And about how DC really was pulling out a lot of stops at Comic-Con. I mean, they had all the stars there. They had the costumes there. They, they were did. doing everything that they could to, to up the Justice League. They released the new trailer. Yep. They're promoting all their TV shows, even the new ones coming up, the movies. Um, we're getting a Flashpoint movie. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. But at the same time, I see them setting something up much like the Infinity Wars might be setting something up. Yeah, where they might because there's some rumors about Ben Affleck floating out there, and this would be a perfect way to substitute in a new Batman. I can see that. I can see let that. alone it. You know, if certain actors fail portraying these characters, it's an easy way to reset them, to rewrite them, to reintroduce different characters. Even. Yeah, they I mean, need to bring back a character because they can bring I mean, back Green Lantern that, in a different. One. I mean, that's exactly what the new Fifty Two did. Mm-hmm. You know, Flashpoint happened; it got corrected. We had a brand new Superman, a brand new Batman. They acted different. They had the same name. They looked different. They acted different. And I mean, yeah. I do admit I like the new Super Two or the new Fifty Two Superman's look. Oh yes, love I that love look. the fact that he's not wearing red underpants. Yeah, it looked very nice, very sleek. But they kind of ruined Superman in a way. Oh no, I'm just yeah. saying the look. I'm saying the look. Yeah. And literally, you guys probably don't know this, but back in high school, uh, there was a hero that was in our high school, our high school's hero, called V-Man, that had a very similar look oh. to the new Superman. Really? Well, I haven't really You had know, a superhero outfit? I, I, yeah. And yeah. I have never seen this? I, uh, I Scott, think you could probably I think, Scott, up a you need to make him dig this out. Oh, and I have, we made, oh, I have oh, Scott, Scott actually took me up to uh, oh, Corner Canyon oh. and did a photo shoot for oh. one of his projects I now have school. a brilliant idea. V-Man at Salt Lake Comic Con asking people questions. V-Man on the floor. I love it. I love it. You feel like I need to start doing some sit-ups. Yeah, I was going to say, does, does the suit still fit? Does it got like, room to breathe for you? I mean. Well. 
It was uh, basically a white t-shirt with uh, black cape sewn across the shoulders and a duct taped V on my chest. And jeans. That and was jeans. The, that was the part. It was just denim. I am. Denim pants. The, the everyday man. But that, yeah. that, where's the underwear over the pants? That was Quail Man. You know what? Funny enough. With a belt and everything on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quail Man. In, in in my early cosplay days, would you call that when you dress up as a superhero for superhero day at school, for Spirit Week? Yeah, I uh, was also on the swim team, and so I had a very colorful. Oh, you had a speedo. Speedo yeah. that I put on over top of my pants. That uh, I don't know. I felt very superhero esque, but I, I got the notion that most people didn't see it that way. It was, no, most people was, don't want to see it. It was no. looked at a little bit differently. No. That but is I had a cape, so I mean, it's not like anyone took my intentions wrong. That is the one yeah. thing that is the problem with swim team, is the guys and their speedos. Yep. It's, oh. Sorry, I think I tangented this a little bit. You did tangent this. <laughs> oh, our train of thought's derailed. <laughs> What's the casualties? So, so, Flashpoint, they're sticking with the same actor, though, right? That they're introducing in this new Justice League. Yeah, I think that they are. Yes, as yeah. far as we know. I think that yeah, yeah. And is what scares me. Because I think that they are as well, but the article that I read kind of left that a little ambiguous. I, I don't know. It, it really, I think it all depends on how successful Justice League is. If it's successful, we may still see the same characters. If it's not, they may bail on them. Because the, now, uh, Grant uh, Gustav, Gustafson, Gust. Uh, I can't remember his last name, that plays The Flash currently, plays Barry Allen on TV. Everyone loves that character. They're not really digging this current Flash guy, but they're only getting to see small bits and pieces of him. Yeah, but the small bits and pieces that we're seeing aren't exactly uh, Class A material, like that joke that yeah. he has with everybody else disappearing in the new trailer. Yeah. I have never seen a joke fall so flat on its face I know, in a trailer. but I think that was kind of the point. Well, in a way. When you look at them, especially compared, like, DC films compared to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's very, very difficult for them to convey humor the same way that Marvel has locked in. And I feel like they, I mean, when when you got the Nolan, Batman, and everything, they do drama well. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no doubt. But when they're trying to do this Avengers-esque vibe, I feel like it's going to be a Hail Mary comparatively. I mean, cause no matter what, it's, you're going to get that comparison to Avengers, no yeah. matter what you do. Especially this yeah. late in the game. Yeah, and so, and so you see all the action-packed. You see Aquaman as kind of like a really muscular, hippie surfer kind of vibe. You know, like Yeah, you, but I, I think uh, that yeah, at this point, we actually... This is probably the first Aquaman we can all agree actually looks like someone yeah. that's a badass that could beat the crap out of us. That's true. Of Atlantis. That's true. Yes. He yeah. does look like the king of Atlantis because he's, you know, he's called called Drogo, you know, we know he can beat the crap and yeah. pour gold on someone and melt them. Yeah, it's, it, I think that more than anything else, I mean, I feel like DC, it's very, very hard for them to figure out kind of what path they want to take. They wanted yeah. to separate the TV from the film originally, and then they start having these talks about maybe they're going to start mixing, and then they aren't, and then it kind of gets kind of mudded, and then on top of that, they're constantly in competition with a whole different universe that honestly yeah. has, has been the, the reigning king for so long. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's been hard for them to really find a win, and they kind of need one, and I think that's why they hit so hard at uh, San well, Diego. And not only that, DC isn't really known for their jokes. They don't have any joking characters, really. No. Nah. You know, Marvel has Spider-Man, they've got Deadpool... You know, there has been that witty banter in Marvel Comics. There really isn't that in DC. You know, oh, really yeah, all... The Dark Knight is not a comic relief. He is no, a dark knight. He, he should strike fear into your well, heart. Well, and not only that, you know, in Mar the Marvel Universe, there's a lot of crossovers. You're constantly seeing these superheroes interacting because, let's face it, a majority of them are in New York. 
Mm -hmm. You know, the Maximum uh. Carnage series with Spider-Man. Captain America showed up. You had um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver show up. Uh, and several other, there's several. I feel other like the things. Hulk's been in almost every comic series they've got. It, yeah, there it? is. But when you look at DC, other than Justice League, they rarely ever interact. They stay really confined in yeah. their own areas for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even though, according to you know how the movies portray it, Gotham is literally on the other side of the bay from Metropolis, and yet in the comics you never see any interaction. You never see Superman fly over and yeah. going, "Hey, how are things going Wait, over here?" Really cross the bay. Not, I, not necessarily, but yeah, pretty much. Because, like, in theory, Gotham was supposed to be a depiction of New York, a comparison. Yeah. And uh, Metropolis was supposed to be Chicago. I think it was originally what they were kind of... I, I, yeah. I thought it was thinking, the other way around. Or one or the well, other. Yeah, but, I, but think, I think Gotham is Chicago and New York is Metropolis. But yeah. at the same time, that's a huge distance. But the movies kind of made it like it's just on the other yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. Of the and I think they're trying to con like remove those confining spaces that you ideally yeah. think with DC, and and it's just it's such a hard barrier for them to break because they aren't used to it. It's yeah. out of their element for sure. Yeah. You know, and then you got Starling City and Central City, which those are supposed to be on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at least in the they're comic books, run. that's how they <laughs> that's how they described it. But now that. How is it? We don't know. Yeah. And I think that more than anything else, what's really hard is that you, you look at DC, the DC television shows, and I feel like they do better in television than the Marvel ones do. Yeah. But Marvel's got Netflix locked down. Yeah. And then, I mean, so you see these different, like, areas that they're, they're trying different things and they really want to see what's going to happen, but it's kind of like pulling at strings. And so I feel like they were really trying to show, here's a unified force of everything we're bringing to the table at this Comic-Con, and that, that they were trying to show that they're trying to up their game comparatively. Yeah. Or no, it's a final desperation attempt, make, trying to make sure that we actually buy tickets to this movie. I don't, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they have you know, two things that have happened that are big. One, Christopher Nolan stepped down. Or not mm. Christopher Nolan, uh, Zack Snyder stepped down. It's true. But before that, we had uh, Jeff Johns put in as the creative director lead, which he's done a fantastic job with the comic book series. Mm -hmm. And then they brought in Joss Whedon to kind of spearhead stuff. Well, he's doing Batgirl. Which is that in the No, same he's actually bed? working on the the Justice League. He was brought he, in because Zack, yeah. uh, Zack Snyder had to leave early because yeah, of... Yeah, because of his daughter's issues the, with his daughter. Wait, yeah, Joss Whedon no. was brought in? No, it yes. was... Um, oh, what's his Joss name? Joss Whedon. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure Joss Whedon it's was Joss brought Whedon. in. Was Joss Whedon? And yeah, yeah. He, he, is, he is doing enough on this, they're actually giving him credit. Yeah, because it was, it was a weird family situation yeah. his son yeah, died or something it was with like his that. daughter or something, something like, like that yeah and, so but, I mean, and even at this point even more weird is the fact that Zack Snyder has pulled any mention of the Justice League from his social media pages yeah all of his Twitter stuff's been pulled all yeah, of his Facebook stuff it's just been pulled. really odd yeah and so you, it kind of makes you wonder if there was issues before this yeah. anyway and that's why they brought but, somebody you know, else with that said I, I know that there are current issues with the reshoots because uh, currently uh, Henry Cavill has a deal with Paramount to shoot the next uh, Mission Impossible movie and he has this mustache that he grew and Paramount is refusing to allow him to shave it off so he, they're going back to do reshoots for Justice League and they're going to have to digitally edit and remove the mustache in post. It sounds like the stupidest waste of money ever. Wow. <laughs> really it is. Like, it is but obviously con contractually you know, agreeing to it you're locked in one way or yeah. another you know. There are a couple after effect, or a couple of uh, special effects artists that's going to be their new house. Yeah, that's that going to be all they're doing. Oh, well, I'm sure. Like you Mustache know. Wrangler will be a credit list yeah. on yes, that movie. I want that credit. Mustache Wrangler. <laughs> there you go. But you know yeah, it's one it's, more mortgage paid off. It's almost go. like Cesar Romero being the Joker back in the day. He refused to shave off his mustache. So it was that we that's the only Joker that's ever had a mustache. 
that we've ever seen, but it it's all like white. It was the classiest mustache. Oh, it was like the classiest yeah. joke you've ever seen. Drew. Yes. Come on. So um, it's just really interesting, kind of the headaches and. But I think, from what I've seen of the trailer, I think we're gonna get a solid Justice League no, movie. Hold on, you mentioned the reshoots. Yes. Have we? Are we giving any credence to the percentages that that are being whispered out there? No. You don't believe that it's forty-five percent of the film is being reshot. Even if it is forty-five percent of the film, we had what fifty? How much of uh, Rogue One was reshot? People still love it. People still love it, but you can notice the reshoots. You notice in the storyline that there was something that just wasn't quite as cohesive. Yeah, but at the same time, I think reshoots have always been kind of fairly that big. You know, I just think we're seeing it more I would more say more. 10 to 15% yeah. is, is an average. Um, when people say we're reshooting, that's about an average. When you when you go yeah. into the 30, 40, there's a big, big problem. Well, yeah. Like, take I don't a little know. shop of force, for example. Like, this is just one of those classic, uh, put it in front of audiences, the test audiences, how does it test? And in Little Shop, the original ending was that the plants won, just like yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's great, because now you can get it on YouTube. Um, but it's, it's this epic thing, it follows the play exactly, but it didn't test well, so they went back and they reshot, and that's maybe, what, five? Four or five percent of the film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But also, this is the second round of reshoots that they've gone through. Yeah, oh, this and is so, the second, second round. Yeah, this is the this second is not round, including the original. Reshoots. Correct. No, no. This is them saying a second time we've got to go back. Now it makes you know? me. It makes me wonder also, how. This is also under the the guys that they've decided to lighten things up because of how well Wonder Woman did. Yeah. So I'm not surprised, really. I thought that they were. I thought that was the first round of reshoots. The first round was to make up. it lighter, better jokes, that kind of stuff, because it was but, too dark. But the yeah. second one was because I think. Merging of whatever Snyder did and whatever and, Whedon's plan yeah. of doing, they have to have some sort of transition. So, like you said, in Rogue One, it doesn't look like you can tell where the reshoots yeah. are. I think it's going to, because, I mean, we've seen what he's done with Avengers. I'm not worried. But I do think they need to blend it between the two, and that's probably why we have another round and a bigger majority of reshoots. I just want to see some of these old shoots. You know, like same same problem I had with Rogue One. I kind of want to see that first uh, that first vision. The rough Just, cut. Yeah, exactly. I'm not asking for a lot. Well, I'm knows? wondering who who really sat had to approve this because if you think about it, to reshoot twice that much of a movie, I mean you've basically doubled your production cost. Is it's well, it, it better it better be some good changes. Is all I'm saying. I mean that's. Well, because the first round of reshoots were hired after they released uh, Suicide Squad, which was a dark DC movie. That was dark uh, with some very lighthearted jokes from one or two characters mm-hmm. um, that were kind of zany. But it did not shoot. It didn't test well at all. People just did not latch on to that that kind of dynamic like they should have. And that's when they did the first. Oh, guys, we're going the wrong direction. Rather than having a suicide problem like we did last time. Wow, that that didn't. Come Right. Suicide problem. This is our big nest egg, so we this is our big show, so we need to have this be a little bit more lighthearted. And then I can understand new director. Well, we need to change a whole bunch of stuff because Joss is well, he does dark great, but then he has to have that counterbalance of light, mm-hmm. and then he kills someone just for fun. Well, look at the Han Solo movie. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of reshoots and a lot of re- that. I mean, that whole movie is pretty much doing an entire overhaul. Because originally it was looking with the, I mean, the reason the twins were fired, the twin directors, is because it was starting to look more like Ace Ventura, starring Han Solo. And so they got rid of him. And then they were worried about the main actor's acting abilities, so they brought in a acting coach. Now granted, probably some of that was because of the direction the directors were giving, but still, I mean, 
that we're not bringing in an acting coach for Henry Calville or Ben Affleck or anything like that. So that's kind of no, we're bringing worrisome. in a mustache. Coach. Yeah, but yeah, mm. now we're digitally editing out a, a mustache. mustache. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the production which, cost. Which makes me wonder if they're going to do something to cover it up, like while they're filming. Like for sure, they're probably my money. He's going to have dot. He's going to see his, like a, an outtake uh, yeah. or whatever, and he's going to have like those blue diamonds across yeah. his mustache, the blue and black diamonds, so they can track his face. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and yeah, and you know, you know. Five, six years down the road, there's going to be somebody who's going to receive an application and look and see the previous experience was mustache wrangler. I'm telling you, I want that on my job description. I want that. I'm the guy responsible for taking off Superman's mustache. That's right. Knives can't cut it off, but I can. (laughs) When they don't have a barber, they come to me. Yep. I'm the guy. Now, the reason Marvel didn't have a lot of a presence there is because... Disney went ahead and did their own convention like a week or two before called D23 where they announced all the Star Wars stuff, all the Marvel stuff, and pretty much just threw it in San Diego's face saying, guess what, we don't need you anymore in, in, in kind of a, a polite way, I guess, or a not polite way. Um, We're going to do our own con. Yeah, I mean, really, that's kind of what they did. And they made some huge announcements yeah. that were going on. Well, hey, you, you know. know and uh, there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi solo film coming. And Ewan McGregor will be coming back. Which, how awesome is that? That's awesome. Now, did I read this right? Did I read that they actually have Obi-Wan, a possibility of Obi-Wan showing up in the Han Solo movie? Is that It's what rumored. I... That is rumored. But that would be cool. Okay, so it's still rumored. Yeah. But it's a young Han Solo movie. Yes. And he's introduced to Obi-Wan in Star Wars. So he even does, if he's brought in, it's going to be, if anything, a nod. It'll be like he walks past him in a bar or yeah, something, probably. Yeah. It won't be anything that'll be like, oh, he led him down this way, I don't right. feel like. It'll yeah. be like seeing R2 and C-3PO. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. R2. Yeah. It'll be a Stan Lee-level cameo. It'll yeah. be just one of those side things, I think. But yeah. we'll see. I don't know. I would approve of that. I, yeah. I like Stan Lee's cameos. Yeah. How they're not always just off to the side. He actually has some sort of interaction with it. That's true. Well, steps it up a little bit. I like one what they did with Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. I like what they did with him with Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where oh, they yeah. made him a Watcher. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, he's now a character amongst everything. Well, yeah, and so I mean, the Watchers' their sole job is to watch the universe and see events that happen, but not interact. You know, like they can't change the They're course of history. Effect. They're supposed to watch. Over. And so he can easily be these random guys, like his Tony yeah, Stank there. Yeah, all of his cameos together. I mean, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. So now he's immortalized as a Watcher, which makes perfect sense because he's kind of watched over Marvel for all these years. And it now all these cameos, even in the other movies, like the other Spider-Mans, makes sense because the Watchers can see into other dimensions, mm-hmm. which then could tie in the possibility of Spider-Man from other dimensions showing up together, which would be awesome. We've talked about that. Yeah, as everybody here knows that I'm really big into the Sony email leaks and and how they actually said they were going to bring the two Spider-Mans together into a Spider-Verse crossover. You know, the Spider-Man from our youth and, and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. You know, I mean, bringing them all together, and that would be awesome. That would be pretty amazing. Although, I don't know if Tobey Maguire still uh, still looks... How does he look now? I haven't seen him in years. He looks pretty much the same. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't look yeah. like one of those guys that would really change a whole lot. No. Okay, not a middle-aged no. Spider-Man. But again, there's a rumor that the current Spider-Man, uh, Tom Holland does want Tobey Maguire to come in and be Uncle Ben. 
Yeah, there's the rumor that they like Whoa. they love to just throw in actors into the different spots yeah. that have some sort of tie to a previous film, obviously. Yeah, because yeah, you know all the fans <laughs> go, "Ooh, Tobey Maguire's now Uncle Ben. He's gone the full circle." You but know, but still though, Tobey Maguire is still how much younger than Marissa Tomei? A lot. Yeah. yeah. And and even is he and even, even old enough she's... to be an Uncle Ben? Uncle Ben, in my growing up experience, was always an I older. Retired so was, gentleman. So was Aunt May. Yeah, yeah, look yes, at Aunt May. Exactly. Aunt May Aunt went from like a 70-year-old to like a 40-year-old yeah, in what, theory, yeah. which, you know, Sally Field uh, wasn't really. But then you go to Mercy Tomei and you're like, okay, so... She you, looks like her old, his older sister. She doesn't look like his aunt. There's I mean, nothing really. wrong with that. It's just wrong calling her aunt. Yeah. Yeah, but still, I, I guess But in, you, even in the sure. movie, they kind of avoid that. He always, He's always calling her May, I noticed. To yeah. Try to avoid that yeah. Aunt, Aunt May thing, so that people don't go. Wait a minute, she's supposed to be old. I think, yeah. Well, but I think that's just our prejudice based on. I what did done hear in that in the Infinity Wars, he will. It, it, as long as the source I read is credible, he will get his Spidey sense. It will. It's, He'll get it's, the tingle. It's kind of a latent okay, thing because that there was because if you if you watch, there's a video. I, I can't remember which one that they were showing that he suddenly his hair stands on end. He's like, "What's that?" So really? the, Where someone was this? Com- was this a D twenty three? Yes, we still I not think that's yeah. what it was. Oh. Yeah, it was. Why? It was Why? from D twenty three. When are they going to so, release that trailer? Because they had the sneak peek for all the people that were there, and we've seen the bootleg. Call. What's coming up? Ragnarok. Yep. So you'll probably see it there. Yeah. I'll bet you but money that it'll be it'll be the trailer. For Ragnarok, yeah, and that'll just when you're gonna get it. Would they wait that long? Yeah, yeah, they totally would. They can. It is July. It is July. It's still July, right? Yeah, they can. It's the end it's of July. It's Disney. They it's don't the need to put it out any this is, sooner. This is Disney, though. How long? How long do they do they usually release a Pixar trailer before the actual movie? Like what? Two years? Um, Incredibles was what a year and a half yeah. before. Yeah, they are so, trimming it down. I mean, Incredibles two is coming out next year, and we still have to. But at this, but at the same time, now they have such a huge stockpile of films and stuff. They don't need to release it out. They know you're going to go do a Marvel movie. They know you're going to go do a Star Wars movie. They can wait. They can sit on it, and that anticipation will just continue to build. On top of that, you also have the fall season of television. So you've got Agents of Shield. You've got all the stuff that's going to be released on Netflix. You got all the new seasons of everything's going to be coming out. So obviously, you're going to catch all sorts of stuff from Marvel. Just not the one thing that you, you want to see. see. That's yeah. all it's going to be. Well, I get to see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I'm happy. That's true. That's true. Which, by the way, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., oh, I, Agents of Shield, that. I think Daniel's that is one of the anti. best crossovers of a television series into oh, the movie universe. I agree. That one at the end of season what? Season one? Yeah, that was perfect. I'm like, that's just enough that I feel like it had a great so payoff. Happy right now. Yeah. I'm so, so happy right now. So, yeah. Scott, I'm going to bring this up. I did finish the rest of the seasons on... Netflix? Why would you ever do that, Daniel, if you hate them so much? I actually enjoyed that last season. I will admit that. Did you enjoy, so you enjoyed Agents of Hydra? Yes. That? So going in, kind of the Matrix, I enjoyed that. Yes. So, we'll see. I, I could die I'm Hydra looking Hydra. forward this, to this the Inhumans. Spoiler alert. Oh, um... Because I have not had a chance to finish all the seasons yet. Where are you? Where are you at right now? Season 1, Episode 2. <laughs> no, no, I'm way past that. Um, trying to think of the last big event that happened. 
Uh, Coulson's come back from that other planet where uh, oh wow, you're, what's you're, her name got lost got, for like, a little while. But I think I'm like maybe three or four episodes past all that stuff because I know that's that's happened a little I, bit ago. Yeah, that's what season knowing about Agents two or three? of Hydra, you wouldn't have been able to see any kind of like advertisement on TV or yeah. or Facebook without seeing Agents of Hydra. Mm-hmm. It was like okay. Push, so. okay, and it was I also in correlation with the swap they did with uh, Captain. Well, America. apparently they were all working for Hydra to begin with. Well, that's not in fun. a way, that's not fine. That's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. You go watch. We'll, I think we're over time. We are no, over time. No, we got uh, just a couple of seconds. Oh, we minutes. got a couple. But okay. like in humans, I'm really looking forward to that. That looks exciting. Even more so that they've got uh, Anson. Oh gosh, can't remember his last name. I'm but excited. He played. Uh, he was the lead character in Hell on Wheels, which did a fantastic job in that. But the, he's playing the king, and the king cannot speak. His voice is literally his power, and he can. Rip, he can destroy anything he talks to. So if he says hello, it will obliterate whoever who is ever, whoever is in front of him. So I, have you seen the trailer for it? Yes. Yes. So and that scene, dog, really the scene, is, yeah, name, the, the big bulldog. But the scene where they they hit him and he just kind of goes, Ugh, and then that car blows away. Oh, I, I'm excited to see this character. See, coming from a person who doesn't know much about the Inhumans, now uh, correct me, is that Starfire that we see in that trailer? No. Starfire's DC. He's, yeah. Starfire's DC. Yep. Oh, whoa. Okay, there it is. Yep. She looks very Starfire-esque. She, she really yep. does. Yes. And the, I, There's I, so I, many crossovers. Like, DC will take a character that's directly oh, yeah. patented from Marvel and vice versa over and, and, and over and over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She played... That, that, the actress played uh, Z- Zatanna in the Smallville series. Ah, that's where I recognize yeah. her. Mm. Yeah. But, um, super excited, but same time... in. There's just so many, like, gifted. I don't know about mm. that. It seems no. like an X-Men ripoff without calling it X-Men. That's but pretty it really much what is it is. X-Men. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just like in all the other Netflix stuff. They don't say mutants. They yeah. say, you know, you're one of those or, or yeah. you know, whatever happened in New York. And they just allude to Avengers and stuff yeah. like that. So, well, I mean. What's the one that just barely was released? Um, Legion? Legion, yeah. So, Legion is based on uh, David, Xavier, Charles' son. Um... And I, I, I want to see where they go with that because eventually, at least in the comic line, he kind of goes a little crazy and goes to kill Magneto but accidentally kills Charles instead. And that's what starts the Age of Apocalypse surge, which could be cool. But they're kind of avoiding the whole X-Men thing in that one too. Yeah, because they have see, to no because console. X-Men is uh, Fox. Fox. And so they, and they, no. have, they can't touch that at all. And even at the multi-universe idea, it just doesn't work with so many yeah. different studios owning so many different intellectual properties that are still Marvel-based. Yeah, it, it's just really weird how we have all these bits and pieces but nothing together. But what's nice about that is that Marvel had so many different types of team-ups that you can do it. Wolverine yeah. is on X-Force, and then you have all sorts of things with Alpha Flight in Canada. Wolverine is on that, too. Yeah. Well, they you do know, such so. a great job of crossing yeah, yeah, everything exactly. over. So, I mean, so they can kind of mix and match and then go, okay, well, we can't do an X-Men and a Avengers crossover because there's Fox and everything. Well, we can do Defenders. Defenders has everything that we need, and on yeah. top of that, we can do those separate series. So, I mean, even though it sucks because you, you're never probably going to see a full-on everything in the galaxy yeah. against you know Thanos or Galactus or whatever you're still going to see these different team ups that still are available depending on yeah. the studio so that works out we're never going to see Wolverine show up in Spider-Man or Captain America but or I Hulk I love these worlds where we can actually know oh I know that this is happening here but across the country or like two years before or five years later I know that this other story is still tied in and they like, teamed up I, yeah, yeah. I love the multiverse idea but at the same time there's something about a cohesive story where you know look this is happening in the same world 
the same team up. Like mm-hmm. even like the going back to the '90s when you had Friends crossing over to, to Sex in the City and, and to the uh, to some of the other shows that were on at yeah. the time. Like that was just so exciting to be thinking, wow, these are in the same kind of reality. Yeah. But now all of a sudden being completely separate, it just it just it breaks yeah. my heart. What's well, it really up? It's not because of the fans. The fans want it, obviously, but it took. So much for Sony to allow Spider-Man oh, yeah. in uh, in Captain America: Civil War, and, and, and Fox and is not going to let go of X-Men. And no, it's plain and that's, simple. It's making them millions. No matter how much Brian Singer ruins it, they're going to hold on to it yeah. as much as they can. You know, and even then, they're still going to keep keep a hold, a tight grip on Fantastic Four, no matter how much they ruin that series. So what you're saying is the true supervillain of uh, the DC Marvel universes are the lawyers? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. That and mostly Fox. Yeah. Both of those two. Yeah, those two. Yeah. Fox oh, and, and the Nielsen the Nilsen rating people. Mm-hmm. They get rid of our wonderful shows. It's true. You know, like Firefly and, mm-hmm. and once Powerless. Again, Fox. I blame Fox. Yeah, I once again, Fox. And, and yes. Powerless. Yeah, Fox and, is the, the oh, culprit there. Yeah. Oh, and Limitless. Limitless. That was that fantastic. Was, that was actually really looking up. That yeah. was looking like a good series going on. And what was the uh, Almost Human, the, the robot one um, with... Forever Tomorrow People? No, no, no. It just barely came out like two or three years. It has Carl Urban in it. I know which one you're talking about. Ah, the, he, his robot partner is his. He yeah, I know which partner. one you're talking. I can't remember. It, that it's was basically good I too. robot. Except. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. we are out of time. Oh. So, well, with that said, I guess we know who the real villains are, and why Marvel isn't wasn't at San Diego, but why DC showed up. So, uh, with that said, we're out of here. All right, bye. Hulk smash. Just because the world is without fuel doesn't mean it can't burn. Union Forest has unleashed a dragon upon the world, and it's hungry. Henry Morgan has to save his brother and face the dragon. Check out The Shadows Above the Flames, written by our very own Daniel Swanson and published by Immortal Works. You can find your copies on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, or anywhere books are sold. So go get your copy today and find out what happens to Henry and Rick.